Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This podcast is a Royfield Brown production. Find others on iTunes. All right. Yeah, I know. Ladies and gentlemen, please remain standing for the singing of our national anthem. Britain is just a small island that no one pays attention to. A former colony won the right to determine its own destiny. If you're listening to this podcast, you're most probably listening through a pair of headphones, which means I have the perfect sponsor with the perfect product for you. It's Studio, and they want to revolutionize the way people see headphones. Generally, fashionable headphones tend to lack the proper sound quality and the high-tech ones are bulky and not design-orientated. Studio bridge that gap while emphasizing sleek, modern Scandinavian design. To get a 15% discount on any of their wares, go to studiosweden.com, which is spelled S-U-D-I-O Sweden.com, and simply put in the code DTD when purchasing a pair of headphones. I want to take just a moment up top and acknowledge uh, the reality that's staring us in the face today. Uh, We all woke up to some absolutely devastating news this morning. Uh, What happened last night in Las Vegas is so terrible and numbing, I don't even need to relate the news. Obviously, we've seen the images and- John 911, what's the location of the emergency? Sandy Hook School, I think there's somebody shooting in here. Sandy Hook School. Okay, what makes you think that? Because somebody's got a gun, I saw a glimpse of somebody, they're running down the hallway. Okay, They're still running, they're still shooting. Hello and welcome to Mid-Atlantic, the show where we look at the news and the views from one side of the Atlantic from the perspective of the other. I'm a perplexed Royfield Brown. Today I'm joined by Jerno McWright in Italy, in sunny Italy by all accounts, and by man of letters Doug Levy in the North Bay in California. Say hello, gentlemen. Hello, gentlemen. Hello, gentlemen. Our scheduled topics have been upended by yesterday's slaughter in Florida. The shooting was the 18th school shooting of the year, 1-8, and it's... February. Doug, why don't Americans value the safety of their children? Beats the heck out of me. Sandy Hook School, please. 
Chinatown, 911. What's the address? It's 10 Dickinson Drive and Sandy Hook, Newtown, Connecticut. Okay, what's going on at 10 Dickinson Drive? It sounds like there are gunshots in the hallway. I'm a teacher in the school. Mick. America isn't the only country in the world that has guns. It has the most amount per head of the population in the industrialised world. Can you tell our American cousins what us Brits did 20 years ago when there was a school massacre in Dunblane? What we did to make sure that 20 years later that is still the only tragedy of that type that's happened in Britain? Yeah, we banned handguns. Um, uh, pretty immediately and with cross-party support and we also massively increased how strict our gun licensing laws are and it's worked very well if you are seriously mentally ill in the united kingdom you will not be given a firearm um because it happens to be that if you are suffering from severe mental illness you shouldn't have a firearm the other thing that will stop you getting a firearm in the uk is if you've got convictions for or um even have been involved in um domestic violence because it's not true in the case of this school shooter but almost always with spree shooters in the us it comes out very shortly afterwards that the person involved was a um uh, had convictions for or had been involved in domestic violence so you know It just makes sense. Um, Fundamentally, what people need to be saying to the NRA and to politicians who have made their bones by taking uh, donations from the NRA or from um, arms manufacturers is you don't care that children die because that's the fundamental truth of it. For them, the right to bear arms is worth the slaughter of children. That's just the fact of it. it has to be that case because Sandy Hook should have ended this, and it didn't. I don't know what will. Uh, the last point I want to make is I saw a kid on, um, not a kid, but a guy on Twitter said, you know, you can't separate the right to bear arms from from being American. It's like being British and separating fish and chips. And the thing I said to him is two things. One, you don't know much about British chip shops because, mate, plenty of people don't have fish with their chips. The other thing is, Let's just get this over, uh, out of the way immediately. Let's talk. Let's just the Second Amendment says a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The rights of people, uh, the right of the people to bear, keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. The first clause of that is always ignored. And I don't know why. If if well-regulated militia is the fish, then right to keep and bear arms is the chips. If that guy wants to use that analogy. Right. The arms are kept in order to pr- protect the state from being destroyed it is not a case of any old dude can have a semi-automatic weapon and and these people don't seem to understand that well and and you make you make a really good point about the, the connection with domestic violence our nation has done a horrendously bad job of addressing domestic violence and my friends in law enforcement know that the calls for domestic violence are the most dangerous ones we had uh two police officers killed a couple of days ago uh responding to a domestic violence case and uh you're absolutely right um in many of these instances either the perpetrator of these mass shootings had been involved in domestic violence or somebody in their household may have been. Many of these people come from very challenged households. Unfortunately, um, we have a very perverted culture that um, 
doesn't even look at the language of the most important recent Supreme Court case on gun violence and gun gun regulation. Um, you know that 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 noted liberal Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia wrote that the Second Amendment does not mean that you can have any gun anywhere, anytime. Yet we seem to have this uh, strange reaction. In fact, gun laws have been loosened since Sandy Hook. They've been loosened since Aurora. They've been loosened since Columbine. They've been loosened since Virginia Tech. And the list just goes on and on and on. And nobody wants to actually deal with the problem. You even hear the president to today, uh, again, you know, he's, he's blaming the community for not stopping this person and okay. saying that All right, he's Doug, let, let, on, on that. I'm let, getting carried away. Uh, no, 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 you're not. You're not. You're not. You're not. But, um, but uh, it makes let, me mad. Let me just quickly interject uh, the president's tweet. So many signs that the Florida shooter was mentally disturbed, even expelled from school for bad and erratic behavior. Neighbors and classmates knew he was a big problem, must always report such instances to authorities again and again. Uh, and then today he ended a press uh, conference by saying, answer hate with love, answer cruelty with kindness. That's what we're going to do. And, and let's just say, uh, let's send our prayers to the bereaved. What more can we do? I'll send my best wishes, but I won't send prayers because I'm not religious. There are so many problems with what our elected leaders are saying. Well, they're not, though, The president is indeed... Doug, they're not, though, are they? Uh, That that missive from Trump said absolutely nothing. And and if anything... It's platitudes. Exactly. Actually, I'm going to disagree with you on that. It's not that it said nothing. It said that we're going to do nothing. You're so right. Yeah, that's that's spot on. And in fact, a big part of the problem is that, um, you know, when he says our administration is working closely with local authorities to investigate the shooting and learn everything we can, we already know that the legal uh, structures are such that, in this case, the guy posted on social media that he wanted to shoot up a school. We're learning more tonight about the 19-year-old suspect's weapons, and about clues from his social media. CNN Crime and Justice reporter Shimon Prokopaz joins me now uh, with more. Hey, Shimon, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Breaking news tonight is about what happened. I understand you have some new news tonight on the shooter's background check. What can you tell us? That's right. A lot of questions throughout the day about this weapon, the AR-15 style rifle that he used in the shooting. Uh, we're, We're now learning from U.S. officials who have been briefed on this investigation that the shooter purchased the firearm. They now have information. The ATF has been tracing this firearm. And what we're being told by U.S. officials is that he purchased this himself. He went into a gun store and was able to purchase this AR-15 on his own. Uh, we believe that it's been done in the, it was done in the past year. And key here is that he passed the background check. Now, Don, what's interesting here is because he's 19, and so if he purchased this a year ago, let's say he was 18, that's perfectly legal. You can purchase this style of weapon at a firearm store at his age. What you can't purchase is a handgun because you have to be 21 to purchase a handgun. So it's kind of an interesting piece of detail here that there is nothing essentially preventing him from purchasing this weapon. There is nothing under our law, especially in Florida, 
that the police can do with somebody like, like that. The sheriff of Broward County this morning actually pointed this out. It's like they can't take somebody like that off the streets. You'd be arrested in the UK. You'd be arrested in the UK. They're You'd be arrested big, anywhere in, else. In the UK, that would be against the law because it would be deemed a threatening communication and, and you would be arrested. Here you can't. You know, the problem here is you can't even take somebody like that involuntarily for a mental health examination. And, and that's a big part of the problem. Now, I do believe that it's important that we maintain liberty and due process. So if somebody is arrested for a mental health evaluation based on a social media post, there has to be a procedure for them to be released unless there is some other process. Which we that- have here. Exactly. We have it. I say here, I'm in Italy, but you know, in the UK. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. All right, so, and, and, gentlemen, know, g- g- gentlemen, one of the major actions that President Trump has taken on gun control is to block an Obama-era rule that made it harder for the mentally ill to have access to guns. A year ago today, the Senate rolled back an Obama regulation that would have prevented 75,000 severely mental Ill, mentally ill people sorry, from buying guns and put them in their hands. Um, so... President Trump got $31 million from the NRA during the election. Uh, that's it, isn't it? All these people are paid off for this. There's two things I want to talk uh, that I, I want to raise. And Okay, so 1876, um, United States versus Cruikshank. Supreme Court of the United States ruled that the right to bear arms is not guaranteed by the Constitution, neither is it in any manner dependent upon the in- that instrument for its existence, and it limited the scope of the Second Amendment protections to the federal government, to, so to the fact that you need a standing army. And then in 1939, in the United States versus Miller, the Supreme Court ruled that the Second Amendment did not protect weapon types, not having a reasonable relationship to the preservation or efficiency of a well-regulated militia. So, as Doug says, we've gone backwards because 
the founding fathers and then our ants you know are way back in the late 1800s they understood that the, the second amendment's provisions were limited and they were limited to the federal government so where we've got to now where i as an individual could own a semi-automatic weapon is a distortion of the founders intentions and the second thing I would say is the poorer you are, the more likely you're to be in a community where you have where you could be killed by semi-automatic weapon fire. Mac 10, street sweepers, all of this stuff ended up in black communities. And you've got people in white communities who go shooting and, and shoot bears or shoot, you know, um, go sport shooting. And they think we're coming after their guns. But the reality is on the urban streets, you've got people with semi-automatic weapons. You know, weapons you'd find in Fallujah, you can find in downtown, you know, Detroit. That's obscene. That's an obscenity to any sensible human. Not even just in downtown Detroit, but in any suburban American neighborhood. They're everywhere. Yeah, but, but the point I'm making is the urban, the, the urban centers of, of uh, the poor black urban centers are basically war zones. And because you can get these guns. And they're war zones because if I'm a crack dealer and my and my rival is touting a Mac 11, then I'm going to tout a Mac 11 too, or an AK. Uh, there's an important difference, though. Um, you're you're correct that there are places like Memphis and New Orleans and uh, parts of Detroit and parts of Chicago where that's true, but gun violence is not limited to the inner cities, and it's not. I'm not limited. saying it is. Okay, and it's but it's also it's not predominantly um, a minority issue. If you look at the mass shootings in the United States, the single biggest group involved are right-wing male Christians. And no, just I'm to not make this to clear, though. No, but the, the, I just want it's really clear. My point is, though, uh, the point I was I wanted to make is that. White lawmakers are a don't really care, don't want to talk about right wing uh, extremists as terrorists. They're always mentally ill and they're always extreme, but they're never terrorists, right? Dylan Roof, he was a terrorist. He was a white terrorist who attacked a black church. If he'd been an Arab, then it would have been a totally different reporting situation. The exactly. point for me is the black urban gang issues right that is what white politicians talk about as gun violence right they don't talk about a kid shooting his sister because he accidentally gets hold of his father's gun don't talk about the domestic violence connection that is the issue you know you're right i what i was trying to get to is exactly what you just said so it's a great follow-up to what i just said basically surely the the reason why they don't is because everybody else who is fundamentally non-white is seen as other and and that gets yeah. get that gets the root of it if you see people as other well then it's very easy to dismiss or to explain away um, their access to guns has been somewhat problematic but if you see your group as being um, the holders of civic virtue uh, you can always then explain away in very polite terms or just ignore uh, when they trip over that, that line and go into mass shooting. Um, I cannot believe 
that um, another statistic which, which which I dug out from the interweb uh, today was that in two years Americans will kill each other at a rate more than the amount of casualties in the Vietnam War in two years domestically if this was any foreign power doing this to America b-52 bombers all sorts would be would be let loose on that nation and the utter paralysis at the heart of this nation, this great nation, to deal with this is just shocking. It's not even just shocking, it's immoral and it's absolutely disgusting. Well, I, what I think this is about, in the end, you it's know, about I, I, a lot of things, I, One minute, Nick. I'm going I'm to... This is I'm, about white supremacists. One, one minute. I'm going to answer... I'm going to put that slightly to one side just for now, Right. Because I know normally I ask the questions, but I tell you what this is about. This is about a fundamental weakness at the heart of an American of American democracy. The fact that really this is an oligarchy, and you can buy influence. And I'm struggling, and Mick, you can help me out with this. I'm struggling to think of a similar lobby which nakedly has the same amount of power as the NRA. Or any other lobby in British politics. I'm not naive enough to say that companies, organisations, groups do not lobby in British politics. Obviously they do. But not to the corrupt standard that the gun lobby do. So the, not to the corrupt standard that various industries do in American politics. Pharma. Pharma and the hedge funds. Pharma and the hedge funds, because they they are corrupt internationally. So their tentacles affect the British state as much as any other state and the arms industry. Arms manufacturers are the are the dirty, dark secret of the UK. Arms manufacturers are why we still tolerate Saudi um, influence in the Middle East, because we want their money. But you're right. And the issue with the NRA, uh, for me, or the issue with American politics is a couple of things. The media in America... Uh, have some fundamental problems and and this might sound like a side issue but this week the the new york times appointed then rapidly unappointed quinn norton to their um uh, editorial board as a lead opinion writer on technology the consequences of technology and they did that and then were rapidly told by the internet this woman is friends with nazis has used the n-word repeatedly and is effectively like an apologist for white supremacists that couldn't happen in the uk if you were an out and out friend of nazis you wouldn't write for one of the national newspapers you can be a crypto fascist but if you're an outright fascist you wouldn't be writing for a national newspaper that's the problem the president calls those people good people what's wrong with them the president's a white supremacist Uh, one of the things that 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 i mean i i certainly have some major concerns with our current president and his administration you know clearly don't have our interests uh in mind but it's not unique to the current administration i i was actually looking at some testimony by uh the uh the head of counterintelligence uh, and counterterrorism for the fbi this was from 2002 uh, you know, after after September 11th, and in this testimony, uh, basically the point is that um, yes, domestic uh, international terrorism is a big problem. We saw what happened on 
9-11. But we need to be aware of the fact that domestic terrorism is actually the bigger immediate threat in the United States. And we've done... It's Why not that did we've you done learn nothing. that with Timothy McVeigh? Exactly. And it's, it's not so much that we've done nothing. We have actually enabled them. And that is my, horrible. My issue is this, right? If if you are a, a an extreme imam preaching hate in an in a mosque in America, right? The FBI will be on your ass so hard, right? If you're Fox News, sorry, I consider Fox News to be a domestic a, a radicalizer of domestic terrorism. They really are. I fundamentally believe that. Breitbart, Fox News, they all have on their hands because they radicalize these little bastards they do them and reddit like they have a huge responsibility for radicalizing these white nationalist um internet inflected psychos it, it uh, uh, happens right. this kid mick, you know mick, it's what, a problem whilst whilst i agree with you dylan roof operated in a time before all of those things so there is there no, is he some... no, he didn't. No, no, no. He oh, didn't. no. Sorry. 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 You know what? I was thinking of Timothy McVeigh. Sorry. Timothy McVeigh. And the Unabomber, the Unabomber was the Unabomber was was um, radicalized. In, uh, he wrote a manifesto that was Internet distributed. Like, you know, it, the guy, he was a radicalizer rather than the radicalized. But nonetheless, you know. The online warning came in the form of a message posted on Facebook by Pulse Nightclub. Everyone get out and keep running. But that was too late for some. Inside one of the club's bathrooms, a heartbreaking conversation had started to unfold. 30-year-old Eddie Justice was trapped and desperately texting his mother. 2.06 a.m. Mommy, I love you. In club, they shooting. Eddie's mother, Mina Justice, messages back. You okay? 2.07 a.m., Eddie responds, trap in bathroom, pulse, downtown, call police. One minute later, three terrifying words, I'm gonna die. His mother calls 911, then more text messages. He's coming, Eddie texts, then again, I'm gonna die. She asked her son if anyone was hurt, Eddie. Lots, yes, he texted back at 2.42 a.m., then, still here in the bathroom, he has us, they need to come get us. At 2.49 a.m., hurry, he's in the bathroom with us. She asked, is the man in the bathroom with you? His last response came at 2.50 a.m. He's a terror. Then, yes. Eddie Justice died in the nightclub bathroom. At the heart of America is um, a love and a belief of freedom at the point of a gun. And so you can have this slippery slope whereby white guys um, in pickup trucks with guns who espouse a hatred of government are seen as patriots. And we do not have, you do not have a similar phenomenon anywhere else in the industrialised world. So that's the reason why it is hard for many people on the right to actually admit that there is a problem with domestic terrorism domestic white terrorism terror at the point of a gun of which the person holding that gun is a white man because synonymous with that is patriotism and freedom as far as americans understand it doug am i wrong
Um, no, you're absolutely correct. Uh, the, the problem is that we have this bizarre concept that the right to have a deadly weapon somehow is more sacred than the right of all Americans to have life. As we speak, there is a horrific scene playing out at a high school in South Florida. Turn on your television right now, you're going to see scenes of children running for their lives. What looks to be the 19th school shooting in this country, and we have not even hit March. I'm coming to the floor to talk about something else, but let me just note once again for my colleagues that this happens nowhere else other than the United States of America. This epidemic of mass slaughter, this scourge of school shooting after school shooting. It only happens here not because of coincidence, not because of bad luck, but as a consequence of our inaction. We are responsible. 20 children gunned down at Sandy Hook, nothing. 49 people killed in Orlando nightclub, nothing. 500 plus people shot at, 59 killed in a, in a Las Vegas concert, and nothing was done. But um, what we have here is testimony of David Hogg, a survivor of the Florida school shooting. Um, I believe he's 17. Um, he says, this is the 18th one this year. It's unacceptable. We're children. You guys are the adults. You need to take some action. Play a role. Who's going to play a role, Doug? Your president can't do it. The Republican Party can't do it. And many of the Democrats can't do it either. So, you know, they're not uh, without blame here either. Um, basically, the only thing that's going to make a difference will be if enough voters actually step up and get involved and show up at the polls because that's the only poll that counts and too many people ignore it. Okay, where are you? are you in the school right now? I am in the school. I'm in your classroom. Okay, do you have everyone in the classroom and the door? All of my students. The door is not locked yet. It's I locked. have to go. Okay, lock, to go lock the door. Tell me, keep everybody calm, keep everybody down, get everybody away from the windows, okay? Yes. Okay. Right. Where? I consider America to be a failed state. <clears throat> I do. And it's going to sound extreme, and you'll go, how can you say America's a failed state? At this point, you're ruled by a kleptocracy. Um, your gun deaths outstrip almost every other nation. You're in the position where your gun deaths are up there with Guatemala and Honduras. Uh, the rule of law is unevenly distributed to the point that um, the color of your skin has such a factor of whether you're going to die at the hands of a police officer. Your Supreme Court is being undermined by by fundamentalists. And your president's a white supremacist. I think the UN needs to put a peacekeeping force into the US to re to return it to a democratic and functioning state. Obviously, you can tell this is an emotive time um, for America, for us here, just talking about these issues. If you would like to give us your two pennies worth, you can go on to midatlanticshow.com and hit the speak pipe tab and tell us what you think about America and its love and its fetishization of freedom at the point of a gun and not being able to deal with the ramifications. Or you can send me an email 
uh, at royfield at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter, where we are at Mid Atlantic Show, and also we are on Facebook. Um, this is a topic which hopefully we're not going to have to continue to revisit, and we can talk about good old fashioned politics. You should be able to defend the weakest the youngest, the indefensible of any society. You can't build a society without putting the defence of children at its core. America, fucking wake up. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.